Stepford Men's Association, where all our wonderful guys can get together and stay out of our hair. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> where did the women go? To the Simply Stepford Day Spa. Well, I don't like the way the country's ran, don't you know? And um, that's pretty much what I was expressing in my poem. The, gov the, the, the American government, they're sneaky. They're, they're very deceitful, they're, they're, they're the liars, they're cheats, they're... And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms, I'm Amy, and this week I'm joined by... Soren Underdahl. Underdahl? Underdahl. Underdahl. Not Underhall or Underdog, but Underhall. Oh god, now I say it wrong. <laughs> it's your name and uh, you said it wrong. <laughs> no, Underdahl. D-A-H-L. Oh my goodness. This is... This is already getting off to a bad start. No, this is magical. <laughs> this is this just means that the programming hasn't sunken in really well. Uh, you know, I think that I have just not fit in well with the other cogs. <laughs> the other cogs in the machines. Exactly. <laughs> Which was your theme. You brought somehow. this one. Somehow. Yes. I, I don't know. Somehow it became that. It did. I can't I, remember what the original theme was. I don't remember either. <laughs> Um, I think this stemmed from Metropolis. Yes, that's like what it was. Steampunk and trippy music videos, and then Metropolis, and then this. Yes. Well, and also Metropolis can pretty much be thought of as a music video. That's how three hours long. It is. Oh yeah, and there's <laughs> a there's a electro swing version of metropolis that's like updated with modern ish music it just took the old music and update oh it's so good you have to there's watch so it. many good versions of it oh it's and great. every single time they find more footage and they like put it back in you're like ah oh, this is amazing i know i want to watch that now but of course cogs in the machine in metropolis people are cogs in the machine mm -hmm. so there's how we wound around to it that's yep. what happens and so why do you think this actually shows up in music quite a bit? I mean, I a lot of the songs that we've got are from, I think, this like late 90s, maybe, well, a 90s era to a early 2000s, definitely on like the more underground area. So I don't know what underground so, area. So, so something terrible, about like, like Reagan. <laughs> I feel like Reagan maybe spawned this somehow. It's like, it's like the counterculture, right? Yeah. It's like the people who don't fit in with society often fall into, like, rock and, like, that, like, I don't know, that section of and, society. And then they start calling other people cogs in the machine. Exactly. The sheeple, right? <laughs> yeah, the sheeple. That's, oh, that's what this episode should be. It should be called sheeple. <laughs> or some version of a terrible pun <laughs> yes. on that one. <laughs> It depends on what my late night brain comes up with. Oh my goodness! Yes, I'm exhausted. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. Whatever, <laughs> whatever comes out of all of this extravaganza. <laughs> now your song is shocking. What did you bring? 
so I brought uh, another brick in the wall, but specifically the corn cover of the Pink Floyd song. <laughs> we Once we like settled on people's cogs in the machine, this song is the one that came to mind first. Right. And it may be for the very reasons that maybe you're like <laughs> laughing at me right now. Cause like, I, I didn't grow up in, I guess I did not grow up musically in the same way that a lot of people did. I actually got inspired in music a lot by my mom. Is she a big corn fan? She was, at least. Like, now she's, like, gone. It's, like, it's almost like it's weird. Like, when I was growing up, she would listen to, like, Corn and Linkin Park and Marilyn Manson and, like, I don't know you at all, Soren. That was what I grew up listening to. <laughs> and then, like, she's kind of gone backwards now to listening to more 80s music. But, like, my mom was a huge inspiration on my music tastes. Corn? <laughs> Just, have you listened to this song? Yes, I, I like, have. It's a good song. It's a good song. I just am just like, I I view you, Soren, <laughs> as like, you're normally well put together. <laughs> I've never seen you in dreads. Uh, you just... I don't see you wearing band t-shirts. Right now you have your collared shirt and your ugly Christmas sweater on. Well, little did you know that uh, <laughs> I used to really go outside of the norm, but now I've really kind of fit back in. And now you're a cog the, in the machine. <laughs> I am, right. No, I kind of, I normalized to society, but this is going back to my roots, so. <laughs> That's so amazing. <laughs> I'm just like, Soren likes corn. <laughs> Well, this actually, like, the, also this song came back into relevance in my life when I became a teacher, though. Because this oh. song is, like, all about, like, the, the main lines that they repeat over is, like, we don't need no education, and then we don't need no thought control. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, I'm a teacher. And so, specifically, I teach middle school. And that's just, like, that's everything that I do, right? Like, clearly... <laughs> I'm like I'm. I don't agree with that first statement. Like I am an You're educator. You're trying to shove the mortar down and put the bricks on the wall. And that's that's it. I'm trying to. I'm Just the one. The I'm the builder kids. of the wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this like it's you know. The line like teachers leave your kids alone. It just like strikes me over. And you're and over just like, now. why am I work again? <laughs> and that's. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm I, so I sorry. Like, yeah. But it's, yeah, and that, like, this song is, like, so great because it's, it's about how, like, 
how I, I like my purpose is to like foster individuality and grow my students as people to go fit their parts of it, like to not fit their parts of society to like go beyond right right particularly in Memphis you know because mm-hmm. Memphis is such a like a diverse multicultural city that has like, a long history of racism this is like now getting into politics <laughs> but maybe you can cut this part out I don't know but like the the fact that society here in Memphis has been one way for so long and then our our students are growing up in an age where finally we're well not finally but we've been progressively making progress into trying to allow people to break out of these like racial and other boundaries that we set for them i don't know i i just think this song has been like it's super relevant to me. Should you play it for your kids like the last day of the semester? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not the first day. No. Probably the last. Yeah, that's the what it is. The last day. Yeah. Or or wait, this wait till spring. Spring. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, I'm going to I'm going to wait till the last day of school. Okay, last yeah. day of school. <laughs> I, but then I need to change it. Students, students, leave <laughs> your teacher alone. <laughs> You have to record your own. <laughs> oh no, nobody wants that. So, I um I stole kind of Dakota's one. Yeah, I definitely heard the Nine Inch Nails version. Uh, this is the first time I listened to the Devo version. Yes. I think I liked it better. I, I like the Nine Inch Nails version. I like less screaming. Um, <laughs> so yeah. that's why I probably wasn't a big Corn fan, really. Fair enough. Fair and enough. so I, um, I like the Devo version. It still has the essence of the Nine Inch Nails, but it's like softer, just slightly. It is, and you kind of get this like the the purpose behind the song a little bit better because it's like it's about these empty headed people mm-hmm. like marching down into. I just got this like this reminder of like constant media consumption, constant media consumption, and yeah. trying to get like money or like I don't know. There's a few ways you could read the lyrics. Dakota was telling me something about how this was about religion, but I still don't know what it was about. <laughs> The so the God money piece I think was like because the like the chorus is like the one person saying God and then the other saying money, um, and it was an interesting corollary mm-hmm. and parallel there. Um, but I was also when listening to the song I was reminded of, uh, um, what's the ra- Aerials by System of a Down. Oh yeah, yeah that was like because I think that's got sort of a similar theme of like okay people in society are just consuming mm-hmm. this media. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna have to put that at the top of the show. 
Aerials. The anything by them. They're all about like. I, well, yeah. I, I, I thought of System of a Down and I was like, I could just put there in every song they put on here. Or I like, could I, bring corn. No, but the. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm but kinda, it's it was so unexpected. <laughs> it is also a Pink Floyd song. Yes, it is, which is a good segue into our next selection from our ear buddies. We have many. There were a lot more Cog in the Machine songs that I knew about, but this one from Jason Botter, podcaster emeritus, he brought Pink Floyd. Welcome to the Machine. Which is on the same album <laughs> as Another Brick in the Wall. I normally don't let this happen, but I was like, uh, let's just face <laughs> it, the whole album is about this. <laughs> we, we could just change my intro song to Ariel's by System of Death. <laughs> that, that'll just be... Yeah. So, this is... It's Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. It's, um... It's a, I mean, the whole album is about being... Like, trying to not be Cloud in the Machine, so... I actually really like this. I don't think... I mean, I know I've listened to this album, but I had never really, like, listened to this song and, like, thought about it. And this is, like, I really like the fact that this one was, like, a critique of rock culture. Mm -hmm. It was, like, you pick up a guitar and, like, go and play rock music. Yes, you're doing exactly what we want you to do. And it was, like, (laughs) oh, my God. You're fitting in perfectly. It was, like, I I thought that was cool. It was, like, a meta meta thing. How's that philosophy? I, that's you know what it's uh, I'm trying every day to weed it into every little thing I do. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, well, our next one is from Mike, and it's Elvis Costello and the Attractions with Oliver's Army. Hong Kong hills up the clubs. London is full of abs. darker than I thought it was gonna be for some reason it doesn't sound dark and then it's pretty dark 
And then, of course, there's the seven, like, 70s, where... Mm-hmm. Oh, Elvis Costello, why'd you have to say that word? <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that part. I don't even under, I don't even like understand what he was going for. <laughs> I mean, he uses the N-word. But he says white N-word, and I just, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, I'm not we could, sure we could look it this. into somehow. It's terrible. <laughs> it's a good song, but it took me a minute. I was like, oh, that's in there. I don't know what that to do with that. But um, it's a lot darker than I really thought it was going to be. And it's very much like these, it's very dystopian. <laughs> Yeah, it reminded me a lot of some of the, like, American, like, anti-Vietnam War songs. Because mm-hmm. that's sort of what it was. It was, like, a critique of British yeah. military culture, it's like I think. like war culture and military culture and that kind of stuff. It had a lot of references I didn't yeah, get. Yeah, it's probably because we're not British. I know. <laughs> like, I, like, I, so I studied philosophy, and then I also studied politics. And, like, I, I pride myself in knowing international politics, but I got maybe half the British references. <laughs> oh. I couldn't. I did get the title of the song, Oliver's Army, is a reference to Oliver Cromwell, mm-hmm. who is the only person to ever overthrow, besides other monarchs, the British monarchy. So not a monarch throwing over the British monarchy. Yeah. He installed a, I guess you could call it a republic, but I mean, he was the only leader of it. Yeah. And so, a republic right. in quotation marks. For only a couple of years. Then the British monarchy came back in and took over. So. Yeah. Did he die? Oh, yeah. 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 He, he was way dead. Yeah. <laughs> they, they killed him. <laughs> uh, the next selection, Craig, I think we have a lot of very common musical tastes. He brought Coe to Cambria's <laughs> In Keeping the Secrets of Silent Earth 3. Broadband station sits across the Victim to our father's lost war. The restless children sit and mourn the graves of those they've never seen before. Will they be buried here among the dead in the silent secret? The To be honest, like this is the first time hearing half the songs on this list. Oh, I'm, I'm not a music buff or ev- in any way. Maybe you could tell by the song I chose that the first one, <laughs> according to yeah. The, but um, this, after listening to it though, it's like it's going on my playlist. I really liked it. It is such um, Coheed and Cambria are such good musicians, and so I can forgive the length of this song. Because of how good the song is, like, and I used to listen to it in like a car with a bunch of stereos around it. Ooh. So I like there's wall of sound type of feeling, but there's this fantastic storyline through, I think, all of these albums about like a revolt of like in space of like these 
This is very military-based military, military based as well, like the previous one with gonna, Oliver's Army. I'm going to have to go back and like listen to There's the album. There's comic books and hmm. everything. This is an amazing... Okay. I'm this, a, like, I'm go all the albums are really, really good. I want to excuse the length of it, too, but then there are like... <laughs> eight there are like four songs in here that are all seven minutes yes and it's like the whole if we were to make this into a playlist it'd be like a two hour long playlist probably. yes yeah well you brought how long was your song seven minutes yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and how long's jason's song i don't it's know like, it's like eight yeah, yeah it's <laughs> all pink floyd songs are long that's yeah yeah and so our next episode or our our next year by selection is zachary with Midge Ur's The Man Who Sold the World. Bowie cover. And oh, I didn't know that. That mm-hmm. makes a lot more sense. Yes. Now. And so he says, this song really makes me think of society falling in on itself. It's also an amazing cover. I mean, it was a very good cover. I couldn't even tell it was a cover. <laughs> it's really good. It's it's um, because of the way it's recorded. I feel like there are like a lot of machines with steam going on. You got your like very synthy sounds see this is interesting because i kind of like i got more of like a wall street feel to it really like uh, this i got it like a like a wolf on wall street kind of esque thing that were like it's like these two guys from a small town a small Mm -hmm. hometown who go to new york and one of them is like man this is you know society sucks and like help me out we want to make good changes and he's like mm, nah i'm actually gonna get rich bye and just Bye-bye. is like his kills the other guy or something yeah I don't know. So that's, 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 <laughs> wow you put way more storyline i just got like i'm sitting in a factory <laughs> feeling <laughs> i went for that feel but it's mostly because of the like the the instruments that they had it's like I, I did feel like there was like a th- no, that wasn't the song. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I I liked it. I thought it was. I I had a hard time understanding this one to be honest. It was, it was existential. <laughs> I I wanted to say that like the guy who like sold his brother out had this like existential crisis and was like regretting it in a way because the world is still falling apart and mm-hmm. now he's actually facing the consequences. Which then is like it's like corollary maybe to like business people today who are like ruining the environment and they're like they don't care and everybody all of us are trying to be like yeah dude you need to actually do something about the environment and then they will eventually face the consequences of it. 
But we'll all face the consequences of it. Unfortunately, yes. Yes. That's, that's the problem. We're all going to go down with them. <laughs> now, this is something I'd never heard or seen before. It's from Colian. He brought Our Lady Peace in repair. And it's good to know that you will drive away from this car crash nightmare. And I'll be there to help you again. And there's no I was going to go into a long-winded explanation about the Spiritual Machines album from Our Lady Peace and how it was inspired by Ray Kurzweil's book called The Age of Spiritual Machines, but I'll just submit this video link instead. I definitely want to read that book. It's so trippy. Yeah. 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 It's very trippy. It's like a love story, possibly with a person and an android. And or there's two androids and he's just gonna fix her or somebody's getting fixed. Was it a real car accident? I yeah, and I think it's got like corollaries. I I think that's it was like a car accident where one of the people is like recovering, and you can almost draw a corollary of like, okay, one of them is injured, and if it was like it's like imagining yourself as a robot, mm-hmm. just I'm gonna fix you. We're in repair. And yeah. But I appreciated this because it was like, you know, a lot of the songs on this list are like very dark. Yeah, this one's a lot happier than most of them. Not like super happy, but (laughs) happier at least. (laughs) It had less, um, uh, it was less pessimistic. Yeah, yeah. It's a little less pessimistic, a lot more hopeful. I also thought it had like, it was kind of a little bit about relationships in general, I think, in mm-hmm. a way. It was like, and I do think it had reference then to like how relationships are influenced by societal, in, like society, uh-huh. um, and how like we are often like, because he says in it, um, like, they are repairing you, right? I think. Um, and that like that line is like okay yeah they're actually influencing you but i'm in repair as well and we keep coming together and breaking and then coming back apart and trying to repair ourselves as a society and that is like that constant repair is making it so so we don't quite fit i think it was great i i like this song a lot actually but i want to go read this book that who is that uh ray kurtzfell i don't know i'm sure it's probably kurtz kurtz while wheel i don't know i just see Kurzweil? it Kurzweil. Kurzweil. that's how you say Kurzweil. it in german yeah <laughs> i was like i i appreciate the hopefulness of it though <laughs> and then we go back oh, into deep dark another zach <laughs> he brought proto martyrs pontiac 87 Towards heaven, that far from grace. 
very dystopic. Um, a little, I guess, almost hopeless about not being able to escape the like how the world functions. <laughs> I was I was listening to this on my way over here, and uh, the whole time I was just kind of wondering if maybe I should just like turn around because none of it even matters anyway. <laughs> oh wow! That's that's literally the point of the song. Though. Yeah, it's like over it's and like, over again. Give up. Don't worry about it. You can't change anything. Yeah, sorry, it's, it's you can't do anything. So I, I need to find that line. Hold on. There was like because it's it's really depressing. <laughs> Genius. There's no use being sad about it. Yeah. There's no use. No There's no use, use being sad about it. Oh, gosh, nailed it. It's like it's a good like summary to this whole theme. It's like yeah, society is controlling, and we have so there's so much structure, and we're such like locked into place. And yeah, we're both of us are going like you are. As a teacher, you're kind of locked into certain parameters. Oh, God. You so have many a role. Yes. And so and I'm like... going into nursing, mm-hmm. and that is a very specific role in society that's very mm-hmm. unwielding. And I was like, oh. So it's even to the point where, like, the. Um, like the ANA is like, okay, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to write in if somebody negatively portrays a nurse. Exactly. I was yeah. like, and you're supposed to fight it. And I was like, oh my God, this is very, very controlling. Like 1984-esque. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm supposed to be in charge of controlling mm-hmm. how other people view nurses. Right. Like, And it's about dress code and everything. Yeah. Luckily, the dress code's not that bad. Once you get in the hospital, That's it's good. terrible in school, though. Yeah, I know. I've noticed that those like preparation programs would be like so much more strict. Like that's how it was in teaching, too. Mm-hmm. It's like in preparation, they're like cover everything. If you've got a tattoo, you can't show an yep. inch of it. Yeah. And then in like actual teaching, like there's people with like full sleeves, sleeves <laughs> that are wearing short sleeve shirts. And everybody's like, yeah, totes. Those are some of the kids favorite teachers. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that actually doesn't matter. Yeah. We are down to, we have to regulate, regulate the size of our earrings. What? So we can't have earrings too large. No gauges. <laughs> no gauges. No. no. <laughs> so, but like you can't have anything larger than like a standard pearl earring. Well, I, I guess I get the whole, like, no loops thing. Cause right, might, but something might catch that means I it. can't wear my hot dogs, though. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Now, that is a tragedy. Yeah. You need to be able to wear the hot dogs. So once I get into practice, though, I can wear my hot dogs. Maybe if you work in, like, the pediatric ward or something. No, I, in no? the ER, I'll be rolling with my hot oh, dogs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, yep. That's what they need. That's yes. exactly it. It's like while you are going in and out of consciousness, you can focus on that. Does that nurse have hot dogs in her ears? Yeah. Yes. The, the last thing I want to say about this song, because it's like super dope, is that even if you grow up super weird and listening to Corn and System of a Down and You end up looking so groomed. And, and, going, and going goth for a little while. I you just end can't imagine up, you goth. You end up as a school teacher mm-hmm. wearing a Star Wars knit sweater. Yes. With um, the collared shirt. And a collared shirt. Yeah, don't forget that. <laughs> to be fair, I was at work, so this mm. is what I did wear to work. Yeah, sure. That's, that's pretty much what you always wear, isn't it? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. I'm a cog now. Oh, sorry. In. We'll just have to get you a sweater with a cog on it. Yeah, actually, that'd be dope. 
I would love that. That would be super awesome. Oh my god! Ha- wait, the video game Gears of War, super great. That's awesome. They're like gears, right? On yeah, that, yeah, you get yeah. out of there. Well, we didn't get any feedback. Hey, ear buddies, get on that. Um, <laughs> so you can reach us at E and D Pod. It's because your last episode was so awesome. Yeah, they're they're yeah. still blown away. Your last on... two were so great. I know I mean, they're great. Both the people you had on were awesome. So they are really awesome people, aren't they? I know. <laughs> Jeremiah, come play magic more, please. Jeremiah, come play magic. Oh, Soren plays magic too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's how. Yeah, that's how I know Amy. <laughs> yes, and well, always I love Hannah. Heart, yes. heart. But you can reach uh, the show at E and D Pod on Twitter and you can reach me on Twitter at Madam Woolite. Do you have a Twitter? I do actually and I have to like okay. My Twitter is at Coffee Talks blog. Um <laughs> and also Corn and Coffee Talks. Corn. What does corn have to do with it? I'm anything? just saying nothing makes sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Nothing makes sense. Um but yeah, uh my Twitter's at Coffee Talks blog, my website's thecoffeetalks.com. <laughs> okay. Um soon I will have a podcast coming yes, out called The Meta Squared. <laughs> I need to get on that. Yeah. It's, I'm working on it. It'll be amazing. Two episodes ready to go and then you'll third is in the works. Yay. So yeah. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group. And please leave voicemails. Chris, I know you're out there. Chris, I know your kid is listening. Please, 731-400-BUDS <laughs> or 731-400-2837. That doesn't sound that creepy. I promise. It, it kind of sound creepy. His kid left an amazing voicemail calling us nerds. That's awesome. Yes. yes. I mean, you are, and we are. Yes. I mean, clearly I am, but yes. That's so, great. Yes. I wouldn't mind hearing more. Just saying, Chris. Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can email the show at endpod at gmail.com, and you can find us at endpod.com, part of the 10710 network. And, of course, Amazon's got great shipping. Christmas is literally around the corner. Go to endpod.com slash Amazon to buy those last minute gifts. Or I don't know. You got to get something weird, guys. Because mm-hmm. Little Red Bandwagon is going to start going over what it is. And I really want one of my listeners to give like to get something really interesting. There was a log splitter. They got a log splitter on, their, on the list. Because you see what was bought. You don't see who bought it. But they got a log really? splitter. Yeah, okay. somebody purchased a log splitter. I mean, yeah. It was that's awesome. a pretty useful thing. I know, but it's awesome. It From Amazon. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. If you could <laughs> judge someone based on what they bought on Amazon, like, I am probably the weirdest person you've ever met. You, um, corn? Stuff. Corn? No, I don't buy Coffee corn. Coffee talks? On... I mean, none of that has come from Amazon, but yes, yes. Based off that, you can tell that my Amazon purchases are super weird. Yes. <laughs> and then, like, uh, Kierkegaard, right? Oh, yeah. No, ton- I have bought that on Amazon. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, tons. <laughs> Corn, Kierkegaard, and coffee. Yep. That's exactly it. Yep. And um, the final song is suggested by Soren's significant other, Creep, by Radiohead. Her name is Natasha. By yes. The way. I didn't want to blast her. <laughs> oh, I'm going to, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and she's amazing. Her name's Natasha. She's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I'm so lucky. And she's super cool. 
And thank you so much for coming on the show, Sora. Thank you for having me. But I'm a What oh was it? <laughs> that one says fat-free, oil-free butter. What is even in it? <laughs> <laughs>